This is an RNZ podcast. There was a guy I saw in the court paper today from North Canterbury who has set light to two tyre fires. He's been sent to jail for three years. Goodness. I don't quite know why people do it. It must be a peculiar form of arson that people realise, um, I guess you get a bang for your buck. That was News Talk ZB's nighttime host Marcus Lush opening his show last Wednesday night with that yarn about arson. And by the time he'd finished his show that night, Judith Collins had started a fire under the National Party by burning Simon Bridges, and the next day it extinguished her own leadership. Sorry for the overwrought metaphor there, but as we'll hear, there was plenty more of that in the media inspired by those unexpected events. Now, big political news doesn't usually break late on Wednesday night, and this was the big talking point for Marcus Lush on ZB before Judith Collins supplied fresh news. The average scoop of chips weighed 365 grams. Northland's got the cheapest scoop of chips. And just before 9.30, they were ringing the ZB breaking news bell. This is News Talk ZB breaking news. Yeah, this is just from a press release uh, through from Judith Collins. Simon Bridges demoted following complaint. This evening, with unanimous support of the Board of the National Party, Simon Bridges, member for Tauranga, has been demoted and relieved of his portfolio responsibilities. But that bombshell didn't immediately shift the dial on News Talk ZB on Wednesday night. How are you? Good, thank you. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to talk about fish and chips. Um... Meanwhile, over on the Magic Talk Network, there was no mention at all of the political news or that speculation about Judith Collins' grip on the top job, though the host Graham Hill did wind up his show by playing this tune, which was number one on that day back in 1976. And as Parliament was still sitting at that time, political reporters were wondering if startled National MPs really wanted their leader to stay, and they pursued them in the darkness as they headed for home. Did you guys know that that was coming? Got no comment for tonight, Jenna, but thank you for showing an interest. Is there going to be a challenge? And what reporters also wanted to know at that time was just how bad was Simon Bridges' conduct, eventually revealed in reports to be historic, already been confronted by the party hierarchy, and, by most assessments, wasn't really a sacking offence on the evidence available. And given that just two days earlier Tova O'Brien had hyped up the latest News Hub opinion poll, in typical style, as a game-changer that could mean curtains for Collins... On News Hub's late news on Wednesday night, Tova O'Brien wasn't about to say that this wasn't huge news. Tova, how big is this and why is it happening now? Carly, this is mayhem, pure, unbridled political mayhem. Judith Collins demoting her challenger-in-chief after a week of bad polling and political agitation. And after a short sleep, Tova O'Brien was back on the AM show on Thursday with more hyperbole, but this time sourced from within the National Caucus. One National Party source told me the future of the party is at stake. Labour was never this bad in opposition. We are eating ourselves alive, unquote. But Tova O'Brien still had some life-and-death language of her own to chuck into the mix. What she's done is she's lobbed the mother of all political grenades into the National Party. I don't think she properly understood the collateral damage and how some of that shrapnel could come back and bite her. Yeah, absolutely. 
Judith Collins herself later claimed that she knew she would lose her leadership by pursuing this matter, according to tweets that she herself posted before the outcome of the four-hour-long caucus meeting resolved the issue for good. And when it was all over, the Herald website put out its standard the leadership spill headline about blood on the caucus room floor. But even before that meeting started, the political pundits were running hot with their takes in the media. So what do you make of this? What a mess. Uh, you know, I mean, it's a serious allegation. It has to be taken seriously. And we don't know the details. We don't know what Simon Bridges said yet. But it is just an allegation at this stage in terms of, you know, we haven't heard Simon Bridges' defence. And he's got a right to defend himself. But all of that aside, uh, it's just a mess. I mean, you know, you guys just said it feels like dirty politics. It certainly does. That's pundit and lobbyist, and many of them are both these days, Josie Pagani. And for another opinion, the AM show even turned to singer Benny. Morning. Now, Benny, you remember when you said something about Judith Collins? Today she might lose her job. <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> what do you think about that? No comment. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> hey, how are you? How are you doing? You excited? That's Benny's next world tour he was asking about there and not the upcoming National Caucus meeting, which left Judith Collins super lonely afterwards. The media, though, were excited by that, and their reporters were gathered like coiled springs with nothing much to report while that caucus meeting ground on behind closed doors. News Hub's live coverage on 3 petered out back into the scheduled daytime show about tiny houses, while TVNZ produced online stories noting each hour that passed after the 9am meeting had kicked off until new interim leader Dr Shane Retti finally emerged to confirm what Judith Collins had already said herself on social media. The caucus moved a motion for a vote of no confidence in the leader and that motion was successful. So that question of who will now lead the party permanently or for the foreseeable future is now on hold until next week. Plenty of time for the media to talk and write about runners and riders and also to weigh up the 500 days of Judith Collins' leadership. While Newsroom's co-editor Tim Murphy dubbed it the end of an era, that's E-R-R-O-R, pundit and former national staffer Ben Thomas said that Judith Collins' chaotic leadership of the party went from untenable to intolerable. But on the spin-off's weekly Gone by Lunchtime podcast, which was pretty aptly named in this instance, he was reminded by his co-hosts that he'd been among those who backed Judith Collins for the job. My argument when Bridges was deposed was anyone is better than Bridges. And I was clearly wrong about yep. that as well. OK, like, well, what about, what about, what about now, next Tuesday? Can we just move on to my yes, prospectively we can, we incorrect can, we takes can. about the future? <laughs> and Ben Thomas was far from the only media figure who'd enthusiastically endorsed Judith Collins as the right choice in 2020. News Talk ZB's Mike Hosking had urged National to take Collins, then take a seat and watch the sparks fly, so did News Hub's Duncan Garner and Tova O'Brien told News Hub viewers Jacinda Ardern against the comeback queen Judith Collins was going to be an epic contest. Now, coincidentally, the same day that Judith Collins lost her job, on Thursday, their former employers at MediaWorks announced new jobs for those two broadcasters on a brand new radio network for 2022, Today FM. So it seems that making the wrong political call is not career-ending for the political journalists, pundits and presenters who got what they wanted when Judith Collins got the National Party leader's job, but aren't saying much about that now.